Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. I just want to make sure you're getting this podcast each and every week, so be sure to subscribe, rate and review it, and share it with all of your friends. Well, this week, we're going to cover a very important topic, and it is this, how to stay under an open heaven. And I want you to understand what an open heaven looks like and what is on the horizon that could possibly shut it down if we're not aware. But before we go there, I want to let you know that my next book, Prophetic Secrets, is now available on pre-order. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, other digital resource outlets, or you can go to jenniferevaz.com and get it there. It releases August 4th, my next book, Prophetic Secrets, but it's available for pre-order right now. Now, going back to our topic, how to stay under an open heaven. Well, let me tell you, first of all, what an open heaven looks like. Uh, You know, a lot of people, they hear the term, but they don't know what it means. What does an open heaven look like and why should I care? Well, you should care. And here's why. Luke chapter three, verse 21, it says that Jesus prayed and heaven opened. Okay, really, really important to to see what's happening there when heaven opens, because that tells us some of the activity that we can expect when heaven is open over us. And so it says Jesus prayed and heaven opened and the Holy Spirit fell upon him. Not only did the Holy Spirit fall upon him, but the voice of God was heard. And so we can characterize the activity of an open heaven as being that, that the Holy Spirit will fall and that we will hear the voice of God. Now let's go backward in our in our Bible to Genesis 28 and look at what happened to Jacob when he had a dream. And in that dream, he saw angels angels ascending and descending between heaven and earth on a ladder and and he saw this and he said wow this is the house of God you know and he just recognized there was there was something open between heaven and earth in that location where he was he was residing where he was sleeping and so that's another characteristic of an open heaven there'll be angelic activity and then we hop over to Malachi chapter 3 and it talks about the windows of heaven being open over us. It gives us that concept and that is about provision. I don't know about you but I like that concept where the windows of heaven are open over me and provision is released to me. Well that's in connection to you giving your tithes your 10% to your local church but nevertheless all of these points here they, they tell us and show us what an open heaven looks like it it looks like the holy spirit falling upon us the voice of god being released angelic activity as well as provision and so with that i want to let you know just like i i reiterated last week that there is a test coming upon the body of christ as we are getting ready to exit out of this out of this pandemic out of this confinement and out of this quarantine we're going to be given a test and if we pass this test heaven will remain open over us because god's word is true there are spiritual laws we can't violate them unless we want to reap the consequence and the lord doesn't want us to reap a consequence he wants us to reap a blessing and so he 
he's giving us a fair warning and he's telling us don't judge unless you want to be judged so if we want to stay in alignment with an open heaven if we want to have heaven open over us we've got to obey god's word and so we are going to be given a temptation a test to to judge and if we don't judge if we actually do this right we will we will keep heaven open over us you see you are powerful in prayer so powerful that you can actually pray the right thing or you can pray the wrong thing and it can happen uh you know i've seen people pray the wrong thing and those wrong things actually came to pass and it seems like that shouldn't happen but it does happen because you have authority and you can use your spiritual authority for good as well as for evil now perhaps uh people are just strong in 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 faith and uh their faith is being misapplied that's that's one way that happens or they actually bargain with the demonic kingdom to get other things happening that shouldn't be happening and i've seen that take place too but nevertheless you are powerful in prayer and this is why we always want to make sure we're praying the right things we're praying from god's heart we're praying from from uh you know his position and in what he desires because when we do that we reap things of the kingdom because whatever you sow to that's what you're going to reap from so we want to sow to right things we want to sow to his kingdom we want to sow in prayer to what is godly and what is coming from a right heart and not from a wrong one you see i've done that before i've made that mistake mistake and the way that I did that is years ago my husband and I engaged in a building program at our church you know we we were new pastors and our sanctuary had not been touched for several decades and I am not exaggerating it looked terrible and so my husband went forward with this this building project that was just very phenomenal very large and and quite a bit to take on as a young pastor and so he he did what he you know would normally be expected to do he lined up the funding he got the blueprints he got the approval with, from the city building department he went into construction and gutted the sanctuary and so once that sanctuary was gutted we got a visit from our city's building department. And what happened there? Well, remember, we had our blueprints already approved. We had everything in order. But they showed up, and after the fact, they decided to make some changes. And they decided to make changes to the tune of several hundreds of thousands of dollars. And so we thought, wow, that is so unfair. But then they said this, if you don't do it, we're going to go through all of your building and we're going to inspect it in other words we were being extorted so unfair so diabolical and too much pressure for my then young husband who was engaging in his first building program and so somehow some way god came through everything got put in order everything got done and everything got paid for but nevertheless we came out of that building program angry I was angry. I was in unforgiveness to the, the maximum. I hated that building department. And so I began to put a prayer before the Lord, me and my teams. I began to put a prayer before the Lord that the Lord would change that building department. And in my heart, I meant justice. I meant punishment. I was mad. And so I held that prayer before the Lord, me and my teams, for well over a year. And I don't know if it's God who answered 
censored me just to prove something, to teach me a lesson, or if I made, uh, uh, you know, a demonic deal, I'm not sure, uh, but I sure learned something because what I was doing was wrong. And what happened is we got news that the entire building department was fired. They were all released. They were all let go. Now, some of you might be thinking, wow, that's justice. That's amazing. God came through. Well, unfortunately, one of those persons just happened to be one of our board members in good standing. My prayer for justice, my prayer that was coming from anger and what I believed was justified actually caused an innocent person to lose their job. Maybe it was God who answered my prayer. Maybe it was something else. I don't know, but I learned a lesson that whenever I do something from that kind of heart, innocent people get hurt and I am not to ever, ever do that again. And so I learned my lesson that I have to come before the Lord and let God be the God of justice. Let him sort it out and that I am to pray the things of the kingdom. And so what is the temptation that we are being faced with as the body of Christ uh, in this nation? Well, we are being fed uh, from a conservative news source, one that you would probably go to. We are now being fed all the stories and justification to hate the nation of China. I told you last week this was going to happen. And we are being given that because we can either go into hatred, we can go into, you know, just justify condemnation and pull our prayers back from that nation and not pray for that nation and think they deserve it forgetting that there is a church in China forgetting that there are radical believers in China and that we need to pray in alignment with God's will and God's kingdom to see his kingdom come into that nation don't pull back your prayers don't go into hatred let our governments deal with what needs to be dealt with pray in uh, that that uh, you know God would anoint an appointment and women of of the kingdom into positions of authority in that nation do this thing right but don't judge don't hate don't pray uh, prayers that punish innocent people and because you are powerful in prayer and so that's my exhortation for you today to make sure your heart's right when you begin to pray into this thing because it is the test judge not lest you be judged but we know how to pray for right things to be established and that's what we need to do in this situation Lord Jesus, we pray for the nation of China. We thank you that you are making their church strong, even stronger in this hour, that you are you are doing uh, the changes within that nation that need to happen, that you are bringing in right systems, right structures. You are dealing with corruption and you are bringing honesty, transparency, and an authenticity. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for salvation in China, that your church is rising. You, uh, the voice of the gospel of Jesus Christ is running strongly in China that there is no barrier to your gospel that it is going into the government it is going into the the universities it's going into the medical and scientific communities it's going into uh, the the intellectual communities the business communities and we thank you for that nation Lord we bless that nation in your name Jesus amen now thank you so much for joining me once again for Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Now make sure that you help me get this podcast and other resources around the globe. Go to jenniferevaz.com and hit the donate tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.